You are listening to the Balance Life Podcast with your host, Chris Biles, owner of More Balance Training. Pull up a chair. It's time to share. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Balanced Life Podcast. I am your host, Chris Biles, owner and operator of More Balanced Training, uh, CEO, trainer, whatever you want to call me. I'm the man. <laughs> um, More Balanced Training is a well, uh, fitness and wellness company that really focuses on getting people uh, on the right track when it comes to their fitness journey, as well as helping people that have been in some type of injury before in the past, if they're coming out of uh, physical therapy, what we would like to do is we like to bridge the gap between therapy and fitness. Um, we 100% believe that uh, fitness should be considered something more on the lines of medical, um, especially if somebody goes, you have a client that goes into an office and they're needing to lose weight for whatever reasons, guys. Um, we take what we do seriously here at More Balanced Training. Look us up on our website, morebalancetraining.com. Um, feel free to reach out to us. And again, if you're looking for us any type of workout programs and you're not in my area, um, again, we offer that as well. You can go look up the web, our app, More Balanced Training, and we can get you a program that fits right for you. And then we can get you ready to get you set up. Because guys, it is getting close to um, the new year and everybody is always trying to figure out Get their self ready. They're going to eat all the 10,000 calories they want during Thanksgiving, the 6,000 calories during Christmas, and then almost 7,500, 8,000 calories during New Year's with all the drinking and stuff. And then New Year's first comes out, you look and get up and look at yourself, and you gain all this weight. You're not happy, uh, and now you're trying to figure out something to do. So, guys, let's not, let's not play that game this year. Let's go ahead and get into a program now. Get yourself uh, healthy, guys. It's all about being healthy um, in this day and age. Um, just a little soapbox, guys. We're 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 at we're at a medical uh, emergency in this country. Like I think that honestly is more so much the pandemic that we're seeing in this country, uh, because you look at the um, the maps of obesity. Every part of the United States, like maybe one or two states in the whole entire country, that is not considered obese. Guys, that's a problem. And with everything that happened the last couple of years, obesity and all those different uh, uh, issues that we, were, we developed over the years um, had played a big part in people getting sicker than they should have gotten uh, during, the, during that time. So, guys, please take care of your health. It's, we only get one body. We only get one life. And it's best to take care of it the best way we can. Uh, do that preventative maintenance, that preventative uh, situation. Uh, before it gets to the point where now you got you to gotta play, you got an emergency on your hands, okay? So that's my soapbox. That's all I want to talk about for that topic, and let's get into the topic at hand. So today, guys, we are going to look at this, not even a phenomenon, uh, and it's known as HIT. So what is HIT? So when you look at HIT, HIT is what is defined as alternating periods of higher intensity exercise followed by a period of recovery. So that's less intense exercise, usually for the recovery. So you can do less intense exercise or you can be a period where you just, you're, you're catching your breath, right? 
Options vary widely from activity types such as cardio, strength, and interval lengths. So the thing is we see HIT being um, something that's new. Um, if you never looked at it, if you've been going to the gym and you're doing a basic bodybuilding workouts where you do, you know, biceps, uh, chest and triceps on Monday, Tuesday you hit back and biceps, Wednesday rest, Thursday, right? If you're doing that type of that muscle split, HIT might be foreign to you. But actually HIT's been around since the 50s. It's called, uh, like I said, it's high intensity interval training. They do it in track and field. So they'll do intervals in, in track and running sports. Um, HIT's been around for a while and has actually been known to, to, to achieve, the people that do that and it, they like it, it achieves very great, very good results, right? Um, now, there are different sample HIT formats. There are different types of HIT, HIT formats, okay? So I'm going to go through each one of them. So number one, you have what's called the 2010 Tabata. So you've, everybody's probably heard of Tabata, but 2010 Tabata is just 20 seconds of maximum effort followed by 10 seconds of recovery, and you do that for about four minutes, right? I've been known to do that before with my clients or as, my, as far as my own personal training program where I'll do this for, you know, a round of that for four minutes. Then I'll take a break and I'll do like two, three more um, a different exercise in that format, and then I'll be done. Or I'll do that before I actually hit to work out. So I'll mix it up depending on what I want to do. It's a great form of cardio, right? But it's not just going onto the treadmill or going out for a run, right? There's a little, there's more to it than that. So that's the 2010 Tabata. Then you have what's known as 20-30-40. Now 20-30-40 is, is this. You have 20 seconds of exercise followed by 10 seconds of recovery, followed by 30 seconds of exercise, then 10 seconds of recovery, then 40 seconds of exercise, followed lastly by 10 seconds of recovery, you do that for complete, you complete eight different exercises while you do that, okay? Now, there's a 20-minute format of HIT, which, uh, which comprises of 60 seconds of very heavy exercise, followed by 60 seconds of recovery, and you repeat that 10 times. So that's going to give you an equivalent or time of 10 minutes, I'm sorry, 20 minutes when doing that. And lastly, you have the 28-minute sample, which is four minutes of heavy exercise, followed by three minutes of moderate exercise or recovery, and you repeat that four times, which gives you 28 minutes. Now, every single one is nothing, I want to say right off the bat, you, you guys have heard me before, I am a big proponent of doing something. No matter what it is, if that's your workout routine, if you're not into doing weights, which although weights has been been shown to help your body in multiple different ways, and it's not we're not talking about that today, but the research is out there and the information is out there, so you can go look it up. But work it, just get a workout in, right? We sit way too much, so if Tabata or Hit is your form of exercise, hey man, go for it. If you're able, especially if you're able to do it safe and effective, safe, safe, right, and proper technique. Swimming might be your thing. Like I said, whatever, it does not matter. Just make sure you are putting in some type of work, right? You got to be uncomfortable at some point. We, like I said, we sit way too much, guys. For it to, for them to say or say that now sitting is a new smoking, or that uh, there is a. Uh, sitting is a sitting disease now. Guys, that's not acceptable. All right, so the one thing you have to make sure, guys, or un not under make sure, but we understand 
that there is something that that is very possible to happen after a hit workout, right? And this is something known as EPOC, which stands for exercise, no sorry, excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, right? So bottom line, exercise that consumes more oxygen, which is anaerobic exercise, right? So anaerobic is without oxygen, aerobic is with oxygen. So when you do something like HIT, it falls more in a category, especially depending on how hard your effort is, it falls more in a category of anaerobic exercise. So think about it as a sprinter as opposed to versus a long distance runner. Long distance runner is using aerobic means a sprinter because of the burst of power and explosion and everything like that. Most times it is without oxygen, so it's anaerobic, okay? So an exercise that consumes more oxygen burns more calories, right? Just think about that way. So since I'm burning, using more oxygen, I'm burning more calories. And eventually that's what we want. Because the more calories you burn, it helps with our weight loss. It helps with our, you know, with the body changing and doing these different type of things. So I'm not advocating for the use of HIT, even though I do use it myself and I do like it. But however, um, once you get the understanding of the benefits of a, uh, e, uh, HIT, another thing about when it comes to EPOC, which is again excess. Post exercise, post I'm sorry, oxygen consumption. Just try to say that five times fast. Let's say that again slowly. <laughs> exercise excess, Jesus Pete. Excess post exercise oxygen consumption, epoch. So that's why they go ahead and give these names epoch, okay? When it comes to epoch, hit is great because since high is high or hit is the most effective way to stimulate the epoch effect. So when you're doing hit formats, you are stimulating the epoch effect. The body is most efficient at producing ATP. If you've not know what that is, ATP is the 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 model or the it's what it is that helps you uh, do exercise really fast, right? So, like I said, in the case of a sprinter, one hundred meter runners, those guys, they're using ATP in the first part of it because that's what's giving them that push, that's the strength or whatever. Um, but after that, ATP is no longer Excess uh, available, right? So the body is most efficient at producing ATP through aerobic metabolism. However, at higher intensities when energy is needed immediately, the anaerobic pathways can provide the necessary ATP much more quickly, right? This is why we can only sustain high intensity activity for a brief period of time. You're not going to see anybody sprint a mile, right? Okay? Um, we simply just run out of energy. So ATP is your energy, right? HIT works because ATP is produced by the anaerobic pathways during high intensity exercise. Once the ATP is exhausted, it is necessary to allow ATP to be replenished. The rest interval or active recovery period during an anaerobic workout, which is what we talked about with the HIT, right? The anaerobic workout allows aerobic metabolism to produce and replace ATP ATP, sorry, in the involved muscle. The oxygen deficient, no, sorry, the oxygen, oxygen deficit <laughs> is the difference between the volume of oxygen consumed during exercise and the amount that would be consumed if energy demands were met through only 
the aerobic energy pathways. So, bottom line, we're using energy for a short burst of time. The energy that you're using through the hit format, so as we go on something like the Tabata format at, at maximal efforts, when we recover, we can replenish the ATP to do that, 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 that hard body exercise yet again to help, um, and that's going to help cause you to burn excess calories. Hope that made some sense. But that's, that, that's it in a nutshell, okay? So that's HIT formats, right? And what happens from the HIT is what's known as EPOC. All right. Now, many people have, many people have the, the, the illusion that HIT is the only option for fit people. Not the case. Because you see when you watch uh, movies or watch the Instagram and things like that, those people are the only ones that's really doing HIT. But guys, it doesn't matter what level you're at, you can still do HIT. It may be at a lower level, lower intensity, but you can still do HITs. HIT is beautiful. The thing about HIT is very adaptable, and nearly anyone can benefit from it, regardless of fitness level or age. So, guys, don't, um, don't think that HIT is not for you. Give it a try, Okay. So the one thing that you're looking at when you're looking at how hard you're working is like what is your intensity? So we look at, let's use a scale from zero to 10. Zero meaning sedentary. So right now as I'm sitting here, even though I'm talking to you, I'm sedentary, right? Then 10 is maximum, right? That goes to exhaustion. So you really never want to really reach the 10. So this is a perceived rate of exertion. A good high intensity interval is between six to eight. So you're doing your your hit exercises or hit routines. So when you're getting that that burst of energy, you want to go between six to eight. If you're able to max out nine, that's great. But again, depending on what format you're using, you could be going for twenty seconds all the way up to four minutes. So eventually, that's going to that's going to uh, that intensity level is going to change at some point, right? You're not going to be able to go a ten or eight or nine for four minutes of exercise, right? After a while, muscles are gonna start burning. It's gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be fatigue, is gonna set in, right? It's going to be um, failure, right? People go to failure, that type of thing's gonna happen. So your level, energy, your, your intensity level is going to change. So how hard you, are you working when you're doing HIT, right? So one thing that from this, guys, is that we want to understand or seeing that when you're using HIT, like every exercise that come, comes out, everything that has been has been put out in the on you know since the beginning of exercise, right? Is a there's a vetting period that comes from it. There's there's things that has to happen. There's this research that has to happen. You know, I could come up with an exercise program tomorrow, and it might be great for me, but Everybody's not going to be able to do it, or everybody's going to have a um, different outcome from doing it, right? So you can't say that these things are going to be 100% effective for everybody, right? The thing is, I want you to just try, uh, try it out. If you're already trying it out, guys, if you're listening to me and you're trying it out, send me a message and say, hey, you know what, I love hit. Or if you're not trying out, send me a message again and just tell me, hey, I... 
have never done it before, it's interesting. Can you give me more information about it? That's quite all right. I'm here to help. Okay. So, um, with all that being said, hit workouts may lead to greater fat loss in the same amount of time or less time compared to continuous moderate intensity exercises. So, one of the bodybuilding models, right, when they do their cardio, they'll go on a steady state of moderate intent, modern, I can't talk today, <laughs> moderate intensity exercise, such as getting on a treadmill and walking that for about 45 minutes, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not the only type of cardio that you can do, right? That's not the only thing that you can do for fat loss. Sometimes you want to try something that's not going to be so monotonous, Walking on a treadmill for 45 minutes, some people, oh, that would drive me nuts, right? But we still need to get our cardio in because our cardio is important for our heart. We still need to do these things because if you're trying to lose weight, mix it up sometimes, right? That's another point that I want to make. Mixing up your workouts is going to help you not be bored and not allow for, and allow for your body to not, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, become burnt out or, or, or adapt. We don't want your body to adapt in that way where you, you're doing something, you're doing the same routine all the time and now you, you're no longer gaining any or lo uh, losing any weight or experiencing any type of physical gains, right? You want to always mix it up. So I, I always personally say that you want to try and mix up your workout routine every six weeks. Keep your body guessing. Arnold used to say all the time, keep your body guessing, right? You never want to do anything that's going to allow for your body to say, hey, you know what? I know what you're doing, so let me go ahead and chill, right? The body's interesting like that. Um, so doing stuff like HIT, Tabata, these type of things, um, you can do a Tabata or a HIT style using weights. It doesn't have to be just body weight or cardio-based workouts, but it's going to get your body the chance to uh, optimize everything that you're doing. Right? Especially along with good eating habits, which we talked about a little bit about last week about protein. And I'm looking, I'm thinking about in the future hitting the other uh, macros such as carbohydrates and fats, especially as we're going through this holiday season. So look, be on the lookout for that. So understand that when you're doing these type of exercises, when you're hitting these things up, when you're doing these type of things, the whole purpose of it is to try and elicit a change in your body. What's the whole purpose of going to exercise? Some people like to this therapy for them. Hey, that's a change, right? Right? As you're, as you're, as you're, if you're not feeling well, if you're upset about something, and you go work out, you could change your mood, right? There's people who have different reasons why they work out, right? The bottom line, guys, is to make sure that when you're doing this, that you understand, like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This helps with this response. This helps with that response. An experiment. Everybody, like I said, everybody's different. That's why people hire personal trainers for the personal trainer to be able to sit down, evaluate everything that you're doing, and make a specific workout routine for you and to change it when the time needs to be changed. All right? So, guys, we, we're talking today about HIT high intensity interval training. And we're going to take a quick break, a little pause for the cause. And when we return, we'll come back and finish today's topic. Alright guys, welcome back to the Balanced Life Podcast. Okay, we're talking about hits. We talked about what it was. We talked about the different format samples of it. We even talked about EPOC, 
uh, which EPOC usually happens from um, doing stuff like HITS, high intensity interval training. Um, one of the things I wanted to touch base on before we continue on, and I didn't say earlier, when we talk about EPOC, right? Um, number one, think about when EPOC, right? It's going to happen regardless, but it is more influenced by the intensity, not the duration of the exercise, right? So it doesn't matter if I'm exercising for 45 minutes or 45, my exercise specifically is 45 seconds or 20 seconds. If my intensity is not there, EPOC is not going to really, it's not going to make a difference, right? EPOC is influenced by the intensity, not the duration of exercise. Also, another thing I mentioned, I mentioned before the break, that you can also do HIT with weights, weight training. Research has shown that resistance training can provide a greater EPOC effect than running or at a steady state speed. So I mentioned before about being on the treadmill and walking for 45 minutes. That's what's called steady state. Or uh, a marathon runner, that's depending on whatever mile they're at, and they're running at a steady state. Right, that's called that's steady state, or they run it at the same pace. That's steady state. So that you're not going to be much epoch that's going to happen during that type of exercise. Another thing too with epoch, which I didn't mention before, epoch is great because after a round of uh, hit, so like if you do a full workout routine or twenty minute bout of hit, right? After a hit with epoch, which is post exercise, right? Um, you still are burning calories after you're done working out. But again, it, it, it depends on the effort and energy that you're putting out during the HIT routine. Okay? So I just wanted to clarify that and get that, put that in there. And hopefully that made some sense. Um, so, moving forward. Now I, want to date, now I want to talk about the physical benefits of doing the HIT routine. Right now, this information I'm coming out. Now I didn't get to. I didn't tell you the whole. <laughs> give you the the spiel before the workout or before the routine. Jeez, you see where I'm stuck? I'm stuck in the gym. I didn't give you um, the disclaimer before we talked about this. But all this information is education purpose only. So I got to make sure I tell you that. All right. Now this information that I'm getting, I'm pulling from is coming from ACSM or the American College of Sports Medicine and the American Council of Exercise, right? So, physical benefits of HIT. You have better athletic performance and faster results. If you are training in HIT style, like I said, it's very similar to doing sprints. So, you think about that, and then you tra that transfers over to better athletic performance. Many of the sports that you have there or there's sprinting involved, or there's like a burst of energy involved, right? So if you're doing something that's going to train it, train your body in that manner, it has nothing. It's not, it's not going to do anything but help you become a better athlete, right? Um, also, it may help lower blood pressure. A lot of people that's got blood pressure. There's different things we do to diet or stress levels. These things, exercise helps bring down your stress levels. Therefore, your blood pressure should lower. It improves blood glucose and insulin sensitivities. Again, if you're able to lose weight, lose calories, that's some of the benefits of doing HIT. It lowers 
the good cholesterol level. It, no, sorry, it increases the good level. I cannot talk to you guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> it increases the good cholesterol levels and lower the bad cholesterol levels. Increased calorie burn, like I said before. This it relates to EPOC. After working out, people have been noticing that they've been burning calories 30 to 40 minutes after a bout of HIT. Guys, that's some great stuff with HIT. And again, it reduces the risk factor of heart disease. If you're doing HIT exercise or any type of exercise, period, or HIT exercise on a regular basis, you're getting your cardio, which again is helping your heart, helping all the organs of your heart and promote those muscles. So it has nothing, it's, it's, it's not going to do anything but reduce your risk factors of heart disease. Now, I want to make sure I'll let you know that I'm not saying that this is going to get rid of or it's going to, you have to make sure we say it reduces because there's always different factors that can, can, can play. It could be, you, got, you may have hereditary, you know, genetics going on. Maybe that you eat crappy, right? Let's just be realistic. If you're not eating great and you're still doing these type of things, it's okay. It's great that you're eating, you're doing exercising, right? But the, the eating have to accompany the exercising, okay? Now, along with physical benefits, there are mental benefits as well. Number one, less stress about finding time to exercise. Guys, this is huge because time is not on our side. Um, I saw something where it looks at how many minutes we have in a day. We have 1,440 minutes in a day, every single day. And depending on what we're doing in our life, depending on what's going on, time, you always say that's one of the main excuses I have, I hear from people about getting their health in order. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. And even when you explain them, like, look, a one hour workout is only 4% of your day. Still, I don't have enough time. Well, guys, you don't have to work out an hour. You cannot work out 20 minutes. American uh, Heart, Associ Heart Association, right? They recommend 150 minutes a week. That's not a lot. But they also broke it down to uh, five 20-minute sessions a week. My math is off on that one. <laughs> Sorry. Five 30 See, I'm all off today, guys. Five 30 minutes uh, a week. Five. So you, you mean to tell me you can't cover out 30 minutes? Thirty. If an hour is four percent of your day, so imagine what thirty minutes is. That's not. That's much. Not much of time. But if you get that every day, you get into a habit. Again, and if you go into a workout routine doing um, a round to bottom, less stress about finding time to work exercise. You can do that anywhere. You can go and you can take a break at your desk if you still so need to. You don't have to go to a gym. Like I said, don't think that you can. You, all you gotta do is go go to the gym. And, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's so much hassle because you go to the gym and you get to the gym and then now you got to find out what you're going to do, especially if you don't have a trainer or you're not used to doing this. You have no type of direction and what to do when it comes working out, right? So that can become very uh, problematic for some people. That could be intimidating for some people. And then you go to the gym and you have people that are, you know, look like they know what they're doing. A lot of times they're, they don't <laughs> or they're taking up all the space and you go in there and you have an idea, okay, I'm going to go do chess and you get there and it's International Chess Day and every single person on in, in the gym is doing chess and it's not any workout to find. Now you have no clue what you're going to do. Guys, 
this would eliminate all of that if you could just go and get you a nice 20 to 30 minute round of Tabata or a hit in and boom, you got your workout, you can move on. Next is mentally engaging. Guys, mentally engaged, think about it. If you set up, you set yourself up with five different exercises and in five different exercises, you're doing them for 20 seconds of hard intensity, followed by 10 seconds of rest and moving on to the next exercise, that's get engaging mentally. You got to think about it. You got to write it down somewhere. Um, I do a lot of my Tabata sessions in my garage. So my garage is, I got a little home, home gym in my garage. And I got a, a board, a, a, a dry erase board on my, in my garage that I write my workout down. And so I can see what I've got coming up next. Plus I have a timer. So you get yourself a timer, get you something to write down next size, you put it on your phone. But guys, it is very mentally engaging. It moves you to the next thing. And instead of you sitting on there <laughs> going to a piece of equipment and sitting down, which you see a lot, I see a lot at the gym. Sitting down and going straight to your phone, you're getting the workout in, you're not playing games, you're getting in there, you're getting a sweat, and again, it's mentally engaging, which is great. And last bit mental benefit of this is more enjoyable for some people, right? You might not like this. Every exercise, every workout is not for everybody. I have exercises I give my clients and they're like, you know what, I hate this. I like, you know what, I'm sorry. <laughs> but we're trying to get you improved here but other things that we're doing in our workout routines so you're not gonna like everything everything's not gonna be sunshine candy and rainbows sometimes it's gonna suck right if anybody's heard my voice today today is Veterans Day shout out to those that served in the armed forces thank you for your service but I'm, I could imagine if you're going through boot camp I have a client I'm training right now that used to be in the military you didn't want to do the stuff in boot camp the stuff in boot camp sucked to go and do all your running and everything. Some people, there are some people out there, there's a very small number of people out there on the earth that enjoy this type of stuff, right? They enjoy this. I was an athlete, I didn't like training like that. I enjoyed the competitions, but I didn't like training like that. There's people out there that love every single part of it. And that's okay. But the thing is with whatever we do, whatever we are doing in life, even if it's something that you do not like, you got to keep pushing toward doing the things that you do not like to get better at it. So, if you don't enjoy it, keep trying, keep pushing, right? It's going to go by so quick when you're done. You're like, oh man, I'm glad I got that done. All right? So, number one, guys, before you do any workout program, even if you see a doctor, I mean, see a... Um, see a uh, personal trainer like myself, make sure you check with your doctor and make sure it's okay. So guys, uh, I've worked, I worked at a couple of gyms back in the day. And one of the things that I heard was my first time I heard this story, but we always have to do, if you're in a personal trainer, you know what I'm talking about. We have to do a PAR-Q. Now PAR-Q is an assessment that we take, a look, take our clients through to make sure that everything is fine. So like if we're going through and asking a questionnaire and that they've had any type of, they're on any type of heart medication or anything, or they're on um, 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 whatever, they're diabetic or whatever the case might be, any type of heart or health problem, and they tell us about it, we have to make sure that they get a doctor's note that clear them to work out so we're not held liable anymore, right? Now, unfortunately with this story I'm telling you, uh, found out about a, a trainer who didn't do that. So, you know, a lot of times you go to the box gyms and you're signing up for 
a um, trying to get interested in a personal trainer. So you go through, you go through the assessments, they'll do some measurements depending on what gym you're at. Uh, they'll take you through, they'll do the body scan, the body fat analysis, uh, all these different things, right? That's part of it. And they ask these questions. And then, if possible, if to try and sell you on a pack training or to get you motivated about training, they'll put you through a quick routine, right? So this guy did that. And when he did this, he didn't take his client or the member through a par, uh, a par cube, an assessment. The guy did the workout. He, he got the trainer kind of beat him up pretty badly during a little 15 minutes, 20 minutes they had. Then the guy left the gym, went outside, and dropped dead. So the trainer lost his job immediately because he didn't do that. So I'm saying all that to say this. Check with your doctor first to make sure HIT is safe for you. Now, if you're not, if you're younger and you're not, if you're an athlete and you're, you're, uh, you, I'm, I'm assuming that you should be fine. But let's take the necessary, necessary precautions, okay? Next, you want to establish a base level of fitness. Last thing you want to do, if you have no idea how to work out, <laughs> is go right into doing Tabata or hit style workouts because you're going to do these exercises really fast, very high intensity, and if you're not knowing what you're doing how to properly squat, how to properly lift a weight or anything like that, injuries can occur. So make sure that you, before you do it, do a hit for the first time, make sure that you are following a proper procedure. You understand how to squat properly, how to do push-ups properly, how to lift weights properly, how to pick weights up off the ground properly, like not using your back, those type of things. If you have a, if you have a bit level base of base level of fitness, then hey, all my all power to you. Go out and enjoy your hit routine. Always include a warm up and a cool down, guys. This is honestly, this is one of the most neglected arts <laughs> ever I've, I see when it comes to fitness. And I have sometimes myself, I'm guilty of that. And I'm getting older now, I'm 46 years old now. And sometimes I do not want to do a warm up, right? Guys, <laughs> forget about it, right? Warm your muscles up, warm your joints up, warm your ligaments up. Uh, one of the things that we have as humans, right? We have this thing which is called synovial fluid in our body. So when we are uh, working out, or the older we get, especially if we don't work out, the older we get, it is harder to get warmed up throughout the day. So if you've never experienced this, if you have experienced, you don't know talk about. <clears throat> Sometimes you get up in the morning, your body's stiff, your feet hurt, these type of things like really painful. And then as you go through your day and you're moving around a little more, then it's then you're able to it's it's easier to move around. So by doing a warm-up prior to working out, you're kind of increasing that. You can do a warm-up and stretch before you get out leave your house in the morning. If you've experienced that, that's gonna help you get your joints and your ligaments and your bones and all this stuff moving effectively before you go throughout your day. Now, for the hit, after you do that, do a, do a cool down. So you're going to do some warm-up, which means some type of dynamic movements, and you cool down. I would recommend doing some type of stretching, um, like 30 to 40 minutes, 40 second static stretching on each exercise or each body part. That would be a proper warm-up and cool down. So you warm up your body, getting your body ready for the go, so you're not, you're not jumping into a hit routine cold, right? Then you stretch, and you're good. Start slowly and gradually increase over time. Right. What I would say is like, okay, so I, I mentioned the, the different 
um, formats of hit, the Tabata, that'd be a, a good way to start slowly because you're only doing that for about um, four minutes, boom, you're done. And then you increase, you're going to increase your weight all the way up to 30 minutes or 28 minutes. Allow for recoveries in workouts and throughout the week. So this is important. So as you're recovering through the routine, so like you do the 20 seconds of hard, intense exercise. Take that 10 seconds of time to recover, catch your breath, bring your heart rate back down. So a lot of time for recovery, especially after workout. If you work three or four days in a workout three or four days in a row, take a day off. Right? The body should rest. The body was meant to have some recovery time. The body is meant to work, but the body is also meant to have some recovery time because that's how you see the benefits from all the hard work that your body has done. Okay? And lastly, listen to your body. Guys, listening to your body is so key. <laughs> I have not, if you start feeling like about seeing some nagging, think some nagging is going on, nagging, aches, and pains in your body, take time to listen to that. Do what you got to do. Go ice it. Don't let it be an emergency situation is what I said earlier, right? All right. Now, lastly, you should be able to understand Think about what your next steps is. Like, what am I going to do with all this information I got? Guys, I say look into it. Look into it if it's something that you would be interested in trying. Right? You don't know how to get started. Find a personal trainer to get started. You go to if you have a gym, you can ask some personal trainers. Some personal trainers um, won't have a problem with doing this, but you talk to them or somebody. That you if you see somebody doing it, go up to them and ask them. Just because you ask a personal trainer a question doesn't mean you have to go buy personal training packages from them, right? Doesn't mean that you are committing to them anything. They should be allowed. They should allow. They should be able to give you tips on how to do something safe. Now, if you go ahead and you, you uh, pursue personal training with them after that, hey, that's no okay. But at least you're building a rapport with this, this trainer. Or you, and you, you can see, hey, this trainer knows what I'm talking about. And I see that they're, they're, they gave me some good advice. Maybe I can continue on and get, get, you know, reach out to them later on. Um, try a hit class or add a bit more intensity to your current workout. If you're working out at a regular gym, they have classes. Sometimes they have these type of hit classes. They have these type of classes already on their schedule. Take a class, throw that into your routine, guys. You don't have to think about it. Just go and just do the workout, and you're good. And this is actually, I, I mentioned this before, but this should be number one. Again, talk about your with your doctor before you start, before starting this or any exercise program. It's not like the doctor's ever going to say, you know what, I don't, I don't think you should do that. They're going to make look and see, okay, you, you have no problems, you have no heart problems, you have none of this type of stuff. Uh, or they're going to say, hey, you okay, good, but I want you to, Go as easy as you possibly can first before you build up into it. And again, like I said before, there are formats of hit that is very um, that you can start light in and build your way up. That's the first thing you always want to do that anyway. Get the basics of something and then you build your way up. All right, guys. So that is today's topic, guys. We are talking. We talked about high intensity interval training, guys. I thank you for listening to me on that topic. I hope it wasn't too um, stressful with all the, my tongue tied going on today. But I was having problems with it with my voice, well, with, my, with my lips, I should say. I just dropped my apple. So <laughs> anyway, it's, it's a Friday. So guys, uh, thank you for joining me today on today's um, uh, 
Balance Life Podcast. Again, I am your host, Chris. Um, just, oh, just giving you a heads up, a little couple of things that's happening. Um, next week on Tuesday, I am being, I am uh, being interviewed on this um, Instagram podcast or it's Instagram live situation. It's called uh, Don Hozier, and it's got things called Don the Hero. Um, so look out for that. But it's gonna be I'm gonna be interviewing him at 7 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday, November 15th. Looking forward to that, guys. Haven't been this is my first time being interviewed or featured on somebody else's podcast. So I, I, I I'm looking forward to that that experience. And so if you get a chance, if you hear that. If you know who he is, follow him and then try and tune in. But he's called Don the Hero. You can look him up or Don Hosier, H-O-S-I-E-R, on Instagram. And I believe that is going to be just on Instagram Live. All right. Um, and that is it, guys. If you have any questions or anything like that, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can message me directly through this podcast or you can email me at support at morebalancetraining.com. Um, if you need any type of help with any type of your fitness or even nutrition needs, reach out to me, guys. Also, mobilestraining.com or email me at the, at the same email. Uh, with that being said, guys, I thank you for your time. I thank you for tuning in and listening to me on this day, on this Friday. And until next time, keep moving forward. Take care. <laughs>